That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Ground is shaking under our feet. Mountains on fire, flooding in the street. Can't breathe the air, can't fight the feeling. Goblin down, Xanax ain't the way to be dealing. Gotta do better than just getting high. We gotta stick together if we're gonna Let's see. Hello. Now? You can hear us now? Hello, hello. So much better? Yes. How are you guys? Hello. Oh, my God. So Thank good to see coming. you. Well, first of all, old lady Koenig's got to get her glasses. Okay. Get those, get those bifocals on. I have my lenses in, so therefore I only have one pair of glasses tonight. Isn't that exciting? Such a disappointment. I know. Wait a second. What? We got to read this. Yeah? Go ahead. Yeah. Welcome to How to Survive, the show that teaches you how to survive the things that can kill you. Like, according to a new lawsuit, a Peloton bike. Or exploring caves in Turkey. Florida, for any reason. <laughs> and the things that just make you wish you were dead. Like working for Jimmy Fallon. Being known as the ex-wife of a Jonas Brother. Or accidentally dressing like Rita Rudner. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys so much for coming. Um, where's Allie? Oh, she's here. Hi, so Allie. Enthusiastic. Allie came here from Seattle. Woo! She's our big. She is a uh, subscriber and won tickets. So why not? I mean, she's got you know fifteen dollars free. You might as well pay for a plane ticket. We're so excited to have Allie here. Thank she's you our VIP so tonight. Much. Um, so Chris, backstage you were telling me that you got uh, these new shoes. I did, I treated myself. And what 
what are they called? What's the what is the brand? All right, so I thought I was getting something very European and cool because it's this company called Born, and it, you know those companies that has like a a line going through the O. Yeah, yeah. So you're yeah, like, that. I'm cool. That's how Sven spells his name, right? Yeah, yeah. A lot of umlauts, and <laughs> then I realized it was this offshoot of the brand that's B O C, and on the side of the box, guess what it said? What? Born for comfort. B-O-C, born of comfort. Born of comfort. Born of comfort. Yeah. So real sexy. Real sexy. When I was leaving the house, I said to my husband, I said, do you think these shoes look a little old lady-ish? And he goes, yeah. Yeah. So I was feeling real good. That's good. When I left the house. Um, so I'll just, I was, you know, so excited for the show tonight. I was getting ready and I dyed my hair the other day. And sometimes I just do the roots, right? But like this time was like a full, like... You, know, you went for it. Yeah, like Grey Gardens happening. Gotta, like, Were you eating chicken in bed? I was eating chicken. In, I don't even eat chicken, but I was eating chicken in bed. You have to for the full experience. And then experience. like a raccoon fell through the ceiling. <laughs> no, that would be your house. That would be your house. Yeah, that's my house. Fell. So um, I did the full dye, and I made the mistake of not like putting my hair up as it was, you know, like saturating. Okay. Whatever. By the way, it never gets foamy. Like, Is it supposed to? Yes, every box says like, and then do it till it's foamy. It's never once. I don't know foamy. where you're buying this hair dye. Target. Okay. <laughs> so I accident. So I left my hair down, and then like I realized after I took a shower that like, you know, sometimes you get dye on your on your face, and you're like, oh, it'll come off. It's fine. But like, you know how you have like little blonde like baby hairs on the back of your neck? Mine are all gray, honey. Uh, even on the back of your neck? I don't know. It's all turning. Well, now mine are black. Oh, nice. Yeah. I look like Dan Hedaya. Like, <laughs> it's, just, it's just a full Lou Grant situation back there. Could you get us an older reference? No. Yes, I'm sure I could. Um, Tor, I don't know, who's that guy from, like, Plan 9 from Outer Space? Gracie and uh, Alan from yes, Backstage. Yes, Backstage, there was a, yeah. Anyways, um, okay, so, so you always have fun stories about your kids. Okay, so. By fun, I mean alarming. Scary and, and dangerous. I may call and CPS One on of you. them might yeah. be in peril. Right. The good news is, we actually had a weekend away where no one ended up in urgent care. But, right, but yes. Right? Exactly, applause. It's, it's a miracle. You. Right. However, we had been in urgent care a few days before right, that, as you say. know. So right. we had just filled our quota for urgent care. So we were good. I think we're good until maybe two days from now, and then we'll have to go back to what, fill our punch card. What happened? Benjamin just like twisted his foot or something? Here's the weird thing. He wasn't even running on the soccer field. He said, it just started to hurt. And, I, and then he was like in a boot. What the hell? What I don't know. Some girl in his class, like f in her sleep, twisted her ankle, and now she's in a cast. I think these kids, Do you honestly. Think it's like a Benjamin Button situation, and like he's really old. It might be. Because it doesn't make any sense. Like, okay. I, I think they're all faking because, you know, right. if you go to school in a cast, you're like Harry Styles. Oh, okay. It's like, remember, you know, the kid that shows up with yeah, a cast? You you're a rock star. It. Right, right. So, anyway, we went to June Lake over Labor Day. Right. And we are all thinking, okay, we're going to swim. We're going to, like, just enjoy the nice weather. It's going to be beautiful. And it was 40 degrees, rain. Right. Terrible, terrible weather. You but mean, like, in here right now? Exactly. Okay. okay. Uh, f except, you know, the rain's pouring on us. And my son, though, is like, I am not going to not fish. 
This is my passion. Right. So he's, in his mind, he's going to go out every day. He's going to catch big trout. Right. He's going to cook it for us. Doesn't happen. Doesn't get a bite. Doesn't catch anything. So the last night, at like 9 o'clock, he turns to my husband and says, can you take me back to the lake? What? Right. Last night? Yeah. At night, we're all in this moment. We're all like, who get out? Who, okay. Who get is one of your things. It, we're all comfort. comfort we're in right, our sweats. Okay. We right. got the fire going. We're playing games. I made this fancy, weird drink with wine that's going to give us all bad headaches the next day. For the kids? Of course. I is want that them, how he twisted his ankle? I want them to go to sleep early. Right. <laughs> and I, I look at Sven. I know he doesn't want to do this. Right. But he's going to do it. So he Aww. takes him to the lake. Okay. The, the lake temperature is probably 40 degrees. Right. Benjamin goes in there in all his clothes. Wait, what? He starts grabbing crayfish with both his hands <laughs> and throwing them in his cooler. Bare grills? What do you mean he's grabbing yeah, it with he's his He's just hands? grabbing them with his hands. Okay. I guess if you, you know, he's got his little headlamp on and there's some guy down there, one guy fishing going, fuck yeah! Get him! Kill him! And, and Benjamin's like, no, you can't kill them or you won't be able to eat them. What do you mean? You he knows this somehow. Wait, you grab the crayfish, like alive. Yes. And then you put them in water. Yeah, and he threw them. Torture them. He threw. Well, that we haven't gotten to that oh, yet, okay. Danielle. You're jumping ahead. Sorry, I don't know. I don't. It gets better. Okay. So he comes in. He's soaking wet. Yeah. Jumps in the shower so he doesn't get hypothermia. Mm -hmm. And comes out. He's so excited. He's like, "We're all gonna eat crayfish." Okay. And Sven's watching some Louisiana video of this guy, you know, on YouTube. He's like, you got to put the crayfish in them buckets of water and right. rinse them off. Because we don't know. I would like to see Sven doing this accent. <laughs> I don't know. I, I mean, we would all like to see that. Yeah. Backstage, you told me he pronounces idea, idea. Yeah. Right. An like, onion, onion. Onion. Yeah. We'll get into it. So guess who has to cook the crayfish now? Well, him. He's the cook. Yeah, but I have to help because you know oh, his experiences with right. boiling water. He'll end up back in the ER. Exactly. And again, we're not going back. I don't want to go to urgent care in June Lake. No. We don't know what that's going to look like. So we're rinsing off the crayfish, mm -hmm. got the pot of boiling water, mm -hmm. and all I can think is, are they going to scream? The crayfish. Yeah, because I've yeah, heard that. Alive. I've heard that about lobster. Right. I've never cooked a live lobster. I've also never cooked a crayfish, but I'm like, right. what's going to happen? Well, at least at lobster, when they scream, at the end you have lobster. <laughs> right? I mean, this, like, best case scenario, you have crayfish. I know. Okay. All right. So oh, don't worry. He was melting butter in anticipation. Melding? Melting. Oh, melting. Okay. Sorry, I've had a little alcohol. Okay. Drawn, like drawn butter? He's, he's melting okay. the butter. He's oh. cutting the limes. This kid is ready to feast. He's amazing. So we boil them up yeah. for the five minutes that we were instructed by Louisiana Joe. Sure. And uh, they came out, and guess what? Delicious. Not bad. <laughs> <laughs> I got news for you. You put butter on anything, it's going to be not bad. That's a good point. So was this like late at night? Was this, was this an appropriate amount of time? I mean, I was two drinks in, so oh, okay. I was more willing. It. Yeah. Everybody ate one except Alex because, you know, she's reasonable. Right. She was like, I'm not doing that. No. Was it? And, and then I asked you, when, when you went on this trip, you texted me and you said that it was raining. Yes. And I said, oh, was it Alex's worst day ever? Because last time they went somewhere and it was raining, it was her worst day ever. But you said, 
You said no, actually. She loved it because she, she didn't have to hike. Yeah, she got out of hiking. Yeah, so she's she was girl after my own heart. She stayed in and watched a lot of uh, Only Murders in the Building, so she was good. Oh, okay. Um, does she find it funny? <laughs> <laughs> you know, she, she enjoys it, but she's 11. She doesn't, like, mind that the tone changes from episode to episode, and it's just, like, a fucking mess, and, like, it's a waste of talent. Does she say any of these things? I had to give her, I had to give her a long briefing on Selena Gomez. Oh, Selena Gomez. <laughs> uh, why can't she open her mouth? Is that a side effect of lupus? Or is she just... <laughs> what? She has lupus. She knows she has lupus. It's okay. She knows it. She can't, she doesn't open her mouth. I used to watch her on Wizards of Waverly Place. She was fine. Look, I don't know the, I don't know all of the side effects of lupus. Yeah, I don't know either. Anyway, I'm glad Alex is enjoying it. All, I mean, that hit piece. Did you write that hit piece on Martin Short? I love Martin Short. That was, that was, that was someone just wanting clicks. Well, he got him. Speaking of someone wanting clicks, how about a big round of applause for Garrett Cockrell, the garden squirrel. Hello, 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 hello. Thank you. How was your day hiking? Oh, it's great. I hiked right to the movie theater and saw Equalizer 3. <laughs> oh, was it any good? Yes, I loved it. It was great. Okay, so it was a TV show, then it was a TV show, then it was a movie, then it was a movie, then it was a movie. Is that Is correct? It related? Yes, I looked it up. Oh. The old TV show... With, I thought it was the commish, but that guy was on the commish. Clearly wasn't on the equalizer. It was some guy I never heard of. And then they remade it with Queen Latifah, but in between then, they made it a movie. Is this the Denzel Washington? Yes. Okay. Are you saying we can look forward to a Queen Latifah, Denzel Washington equalizer? Oh my God. Universe is colliding. Yes. I'll go to that. That would be awesome. Um, was it any good? Yeah, it was really good. It's a slasher movie. Oh, it's a slasher movie. I thought it was. He goes. Ham, I guess. He goes ham? He goes crazy. He goes ham? It's, what is it, that? It, it, Are we supposed to say that now? What? He goes ham? Wait, I'm just getting used to saying things are fire. Oh, no. oh, they don't say that anymore, Chris. I know. See, that's how behind I am. It starts fire, but then it cooks. And it becomes ham? I don't even but like ham. I, I don't eat. You don't even eat I it. No. But I, I used to eat it, but uh, my friend Chantal's mom used to put a sauce on it that we called tar. Oh, that was not fun. making it sound good uh, at all. Yeah. Uh, okay, so are we ready yeah. to learn how yes. to survive something? Yeah. Okay. I got to get my old lady glasses. Let's get those bifocals on. We, they're not bifocals. They are... They just look like cute, regular glasses. Okay. We're going to learn how to survive getting lost when you're snowboarding. Good timing. Hyper-specific. Good timing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. To avoid unnecessary searches, always ski and snowboard with a companion or make arrangements to meet up with other skiers and snowboarders. Make it like a, um, an old like beer commercial where you are skiing with your other friends. Oh, they're so attractive, my friends. Yes, they're all white and blonde. Oh my and God. wear thick turtlenecks. I love my friends. Ski with them. And my they, drunk friends are so fit. They, they, how do they stay so fit? I don't know, because all they do is drink course. But you know what, skiing. Mm-hmm, that's it. Okay, let someone know before you go. Indicate your intended destination and route. Route? Route. 
Both are acceptable. Okay. If you think, aha, if you think that a companion has become lost, make sure they have not just returned home to their accommodation or car. <laughs> what? That's me. That's what I did. That's what you did? I left. You left. I got cold. You were like, right. You're yeah. like, later, and then, yeah. but you didn't say later. You just French left. goodbye. French? Yeah. yeah. Irish. I've always heard French. Oh. Irish. Okay. Right? Well, either one, you're not letting anybody know, right? You're just leaving. Just bye. Inform the ski patrol as soon as you become concerned. Give your companion's name, age, etc., and a full description, including any details of your skiing or snowboarding activities. I don't think that means like, oh, I did an ollie. I should tell them. I don't know if an ollie is a. It's a What's, skateboarding term. I don't know. What is that? It's a skateboarding term. Oh, that, I thought it was like Molly. Well, that comes up later. Oh, um, I can't wait. Okay. What to do if you're lost? As soon as you realize that you are lost, stay where you are. <laughs> Seek hmm. shelter. In poor weather conditions, shelter behind trees or rocks and place your cross skis or board above your location. That's pretty smart. I, I'm going to do that. Uh, make distress signals. Use anything that will attract attention. For example, smoke, whistles, flashing a mirror or torch. Or distinct waving of clothing. You have all. Are those you telling you people ski? to smoke? Yeah. <laughs> Once this again, is so Danielle. This is so Danielle. L yeah, listeners of the show know that she makes people smoke. Chris blamed me for her smoking. Told her children Danielle made me smoke. Just like made shit up. Okay. Identify your last confirmed position and estimate your present location. Believe your compass. It is more likely to be right than your unaided sense of direction. Yeah, idiot. Yeah, if you can read a compass. <laughs> I've never read or tried to read a compass. I could never tell anyone what direction I was going. I mean, I guess if it points north, it always points north, right? So I'm always going north. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, that makes no sense. I know. I don't understand. All right. We should definitely be hosting this yes. show. Decide if you will proceed or if you will camp or biovac. Do you know what biovac means? No, but it sounds sexy. I th it does. I thought you would know what biovac means. It just means to camp without tents. Mm -mm. Like an animal. Pass. Right. If your party is still strong and you can set a course which must bring you to a known position in a reasonable time, then you could proceed. If any party member is fatigued or you're not sure of your ability to navigate, to known country, then camp or biovac and await assistance. Okay, helping the search party. It is now all I think of when I hear helping a search party is you're the killer and you join the search party yes. to like make it look like you're not the killer. That's what killers always do. They always They're like the they oh party. they love to help the police too. They make xeroxes. Yep. <laughs> xeroxes. They have flashlights. Xeroxes. Yeah. Do they fax? Do they send faxes? Fax. <laughs> they have a beeper. They're paging right now. They're paging, They're paging they someone. They have a telegraph. <laughs> the best. Which are, wait, are, what are you going to do? Are you going to bivouac? <laughs> do you think I'm going skiing? This is not a problem. Okay. Okay. It is best to remain in one place. And as aircraft and helicopters are now frequently used in searches, think of how you can best help them to see you. The best place for your survival camp is on the edge of a clearing where you can easily move out from the shelter to attract attention. A smoky fire is a good location marker. Also display brightly colored clothing and tents. Wait, colored is spelled with a U. I don't know if we should trust. Mm. <laughs> 
Wait for rescue. If you have made meeting arrangements with others, as you should, the ski patrol and other rescuers will know where to look and rescue will be close at hand. I'm just wondering what you're supposed to set on fire. I guess your brightly colored clothing. You're in snow. What is what is there to burn? That's a really good point. I don't. Yeah. Wood? I don't your, know. Your clothes. Is, clothes. Yourself. Your own hair. The asshole who got you lost. Oh yeah, that person's gonna go. Speaking of that, are you ready for a story? Yes. Yeah. You are. She raised her hand. I what? Got a question. Yes. How do you start a fire? Do you expect to have like a, a it's a really good question. I don't know. They think you have matches and brightly colored clothing. and You should always be carrying matches, madam. Always. Emergency supply kit. Well, she, you know, just go to a party where she's smoking and get the matches from her. Most parties. Blame it on me, and then you'll have matches. Oh, you think I can just, like... Uh, uh, what's it? Uh, with the sun? Frankie, what the fuck's his name? From um, the the kids on the island with the uh, Lord, of the, Lord of the Flies. Piggy, thank you, Piggy. I'm gonna piggy it. Okay, they're plastic. I don't think it's gonna work. Um, okay, you're ready for a story. Okay, Eric Lamarck was more than tough. He was hockey tough. Ooh, that's a real tough. Yep. He spent most of his life on the ice with one goal in mind. Once I got into the rink and just had the taste and smell of it, it was forever in my blood, and I forever was going to be a professional hockey player. What's the taste of hockey? I, yeah, I, well, something with blood, I guess. Eric tells the 700 Club. Uh-oh. <laughs> That's what we call foreshadowing. <laughs> After two years in the minors, he went pro in Europe. With a dual citizenship, he played in the 94 Olympics for France. Traitor. Yeah, I'll say. And you know how he left France? Loser. Without, well, I was, yes, and without saying goodbye. Ah, <laughs> so, sorry I stepped on that joke. No, that's, that's great. Okay. Like all pro athletes, Eric's career came to a close. He got a job at a sporting goods company, but without the routine and excitement of hockey, he found other things to get the high he once got on the ice, including drugs like crystal meth. Whoa, that took a turn. It did, right? I mean, he couldn't have tried, like, I don't know, racquetball? Right. Pickleball? Right. Then, but, what? well, you, you very good, because then Eric developed another addiction. Sex workers. Yes. <laughs> well, snowboarding to me became my passion. It became something that I lived for and something that I became very selfish with where I was willing to sacrifice my output for work. At the sporting goods store? store. <laughs> Uh-oh, I hope I don't lose my career. Those, those shelves aren't going to stock themselves. That's right. As it turned out, he sacrificed even more. Eric had been snowboarding on California's Mammoth Mountain when an approaching storm forced the ski patrol to shut down the slopes. I noticed ski patrol was out there ushering people off the west side of the mountain. Eric chose to ignore the ski patrol's warning. He was determined to take one last ride. Eric. Eric. Are you too high on meth? Come on. <laughs> that decision led him to, into a living hell he could never have imagined. <laughs> I hiked up to a run. A big mistake that I made is that I knew that I was riding down into fog. Once I got down and I hit the fog, 
It was like I opened the door to a third another world. Is this a sci-fi story? Yes. A third another world. <laughs> I think the meth has had an effect on Eric. Well, when he took the meth, he opened the door to a, a second another world. This was <laughs> the a third, third another, another world. world. But well, in the we're fog, missing out. But in the fog, Eric took a wrong turn, turn and headed into the wilderness. Now he was lost and had to spend the night. He recalls, I didn't sleep a wink. I sat there shivering, and the shivers didn't end until I was off the mountain. My plan the second day is to walk down. I know that maybe I can follow my tracks back. I hear water, and I was drawn to it. His tenses are all over the oh, place. Oh, man. we got to get him in a writing class. Yes. He's like bio the language. No tense. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Thank you. I just made that off the top. So I figured I'm going to drink beer. Good, that's not what good it says. call. Wait, that's not what it says. <laughs> I so I figured I'm going to drink here. <laughs> I'm just getting in Eric's head. I've got <laughs> I've got maybe about a mile, a half a mile to hike towards Tamarack Lodge. After Eric drank from the river, he remembered he had a bag of meth. Oh, so easy to forget about your meth. I know. I sat there. So maybe you should have that too. Matches. Yeah, meth. meth. I don't know how you do ma- uh, meth. Does it require matches? I don't, I, do you yeah, snort that, it? Yes, yeah, someone smoke oh. it. Sophisticated audience. Okay. Um, They're from France. Yes. I sat there with my emotions. Do I take the rest of this meth and follow my tracks back out, For or sure. <laughs> is that going to put me in a worse situation? <laughs> I mean, doesn't sound like I it. Mean, it's kind of six of one. Half a dozen the other. Right. At that critical moment, he dumped the meth out on the snow. Oh. Then he went for one last drink. I put my hand on rock. He doesn't also have articles. I don't know. I think it's the meth. Do you think it's maybe a lot of the meth or getting hit in the head with hockey pucks? You know what? There's so many. There's so many things. In this story. I put my hand on rock and took. (laughs) Maybe it's the writer at the 700 Club. I don't want to like. I mean, it's hard to choose. It's hard, right. And took biggest drink that I could. (laughs) Is he writing this while it's happening? (laughs) Yeah, maybe he's like like one of those old letters in the Civil War. He's like shivering and frostbitten and on math. Like this. He actually did do that math. You know he did. Right. He said the rest, so. (laughs) The ledge I was on gave way, and now I found myself in the river being pulled down. I fought over and got to the side of the river. So now I was in an environment where it was freezing cold but completely soaked. I don't know why, but it should be right. I just stripped down and basically just did what I called the fire dance. (laughs) Eric put his... I mean, I'm freezing just here. Like, yeah. this sounds horrible. Eric put his damn clothes back on. He made little progress before nightfall. I climbed up on this rock cliff, went on the other side, and slept on a ledge. Terrifying. By the next morning, the sub-zero temperatures had ha- taken a heavy toll. I was pulling my legs out of the snow. I was trying to dig my board and pull myself up for, o- uh, for only the snow to give way and come back down like a fish out of water. He slept in snow caves he carved for shelter. His reserves exhausted and his feet like blocks of ice, he refused to give up. 
I said, I have to take at least 10 steps. This is why I took, this is why I took my 10 steps. I would sleep for an hour. I would sleep for two hours. My body had given way to the skeletal type frame now. I lost so much mass and my energy was just gone. The hunger pains were there. I feel him. Yeah. I haven't eaten. You know what I had for dinner, by the way? A nutrition bar? Mm-hmm. <sighs> God, Danielle. Uh, the hunger pains were there, but now I started to have some delusional feelings and dreams. He wants I, to naked and burrow. Yeah, he wants to get naked and burrow. You're yeah, right. He's feeling the feelings. Yep. I'm like turning around really quick. Like, who's there? <laughs> I could have sworn it was the Grim Reaper just looking at me and laughing at me. That's the math. Yeah, I know, right? This day I started to pray. I prayed that somebody I knew, uh, that somebody knew that I was gone. Okay, fast forward, his mom does realize he's gone and she reports it and, okay. I, we don't need to hear from her. I, her grammar's also terrible. <laughs> right. I slept and I slept in very crude shelter that night. I sleep through the sixth night. I slept, see these tenses, it just oh. crazy. I slept through the entire seventh night in one spot, which was 10 steps from overlooking the top of the mountain. Then Eric woke up and turned on his MP3 radio. He says, I heard that search and rescue was brought in to do a body recovery on Eric Lamarck, who's, maybe it's because he's been in Europe for a long oh, time. Oh, it's yeah. not his first language. Yeah. Wait. No, I'm, it is his first language, yes. but I mean, maybe. He got confused. Yeah. France. Uh, the recovery on Eric Lamarck, who's been out in the mountains for a week now. I said, no matter, even if I had to crawl on my hands and knees, I was not going to give up. There is no way I'm going to let my parents bury me. I kept falling asleep as I was doing things, and I realized you are dying of hypothermia because you just want to fall asleep and stay asleep. I think I have hypothermia. <laughs> permanent, like a permanent condition of it? Every day. Yeah. Who doesn't want to just fall asleep and stay asleep? It's my dream. All of a sudden, I just hear a chopper going past me. Choppers. Eric says, immediately, as I fell to my knees, I remember the chopper hovering. It was loud. After eight days on the mountain, he was found. The one thought that was prevailing was I was going to go back to every relationship that's worth something and make it mean something now. I'm going to restore everything that's been broken. Eric wasn't out of danger yet. His body temperature was 86 degrees. He was severely dehydrated. How many pounds do you think he lost? Eight days. How many pounds do you think he lost? He's a man? Yeah. 57. <laughs> 40. And how, uh, how many pounds would we lose if we were stranded for eight days? Three? We might put on some. Well, yeah, right. Probably gain. Probably gain. The worst news of all, both feet would have to be amputated. Oh. Maybe the meth was the better choice, Ding yeah. Dong. Because he said, you know. Eric is now married with two sons. He hasn't touched drugs since, and in fact, he still loves to snowboard. Mm -mm. I don't know how. How do people do this? Maybe on his hands. I oh. Don't know. Maybe they made a special snowboard for him. Yeah. Or maybe he has oh, a prosthetic, he has a prosthetic. Feet. Yeah. If there's anything he learned from his experience, it's, it's this. If you don't have Christ, you're missing out. You're, <laughs> you're, you're missing out on really living your life because I'm a person with no feet. <laughs> I'm a person who's achieved worldly dreams, worldly dreams, and all of those were a shadow without Christ. Now that I have Christ, I feel alive. I feel like I can run, I feel like I can dance, and I feel like I'm a richer man. But guess what he can't do? Run or dance. He has no feet. No feet. Guess what? What? You're not going to believe this. What? I know this guy. You know Eric Lamarck? He is not married. 
anymore. Yeah. Wait, my, are you kidding me? You really know this guy? My friend went out with him. What? Yeah. Yeah. Wait, I thought you were going to say you had a job like making his feet for him. <laughs> Once I worked, I made some feet. No. A friend of mine got divorced. We were couple friends and she was like, I met a new guy. He's unbelievable. He wrote a memoir. He was this champion hockey player, but he got really into snowboarding after he stopped playing hockey, and then he like got lost in the mountains. Are you fucking kidding me? I swear I did not know this. I to swear to God. I okay. And he lost his feet, and he like wrote a memoir about it. Guess what she didn't mention? The, the meth. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it can't be a different guy that also was no, a hockey I, I player. Think it's pretty, I think you're safe. Yeah. Did she stay with him? No. No? No. She gonna get past the feet? or I, I don't know if it was the feet or the Christ. You know what he needs? <laughs> right. But I don't know. Maybe he's not as into Christ anymore or... You know what he needs? Tell me. Really comfortable shoes. For sure. You know what he should get? Yeah. BOCs. Right. <laughs> right. So, I also brought a story. Chris also brought a story. And and I don't know what it is at all. And I don't know, maybe I'll know the person in the story. <laughs> I hope so. That would be full circle. I hope that it's a big surprise to everyone. You know what, I think I'm going to need my glasses, too. Hold on. You want mine? They start fires. <laughs> you know, I, I'm really comfortable with my readers. Okay. All right. Peggy Jones and her husband were finishing a day of yard work on a six-acre property that they own in Silsby, Texas, about 100 miles northeast of Houston. As she was pulling weeds, a goddamn snake fell from the clear blue sky, wrapping itself tightly around Peggy's right forearm. Like a tattoo! I immediately screamed and started swinging my arm to shake the snake off. Ms. Jones, 64, said. Oh, no! <laughs> I was screaming, Jesus, help me, please, Jesus, help me! See, there's a connection. There's a connection, yeah. We found our connection. Then the snake wrapped itself around her arm even tighter. The snake hates Jesus. Yeah. It hissed, and listen to this, lunged at her face, striking her glasses. <gasps> Were they readers? It's true. I think it was trying to bite her eyes out. Yeah. But oh. wait. Oh. There's more. Okay. It turns out a hawk flying overhead dropped the four and a half foot long snake on Peggy. Maybe as an accident. Okay. Maybe as a prank. <laughs> we really don't understand hawk humor. Either way, the hawk wanted his dinner back and made a beeline straight for Peggy. The hawk was not gentle in his attempts to get his snake back. His powerful talons slashed her arms three to four times, according to Peggy. The bird dragged Miss Jones' arm up into the air. On the fourth try, it successfully uncoiled the snake and flew away. The horrific ordeal, Miss Jones said, lasted about 15 to 20 seconds and left her arms scratched, bruised, and punctured. Mm. Right? Yeah, I bet. I mean, the talons of the... Yeah. Plus, it's all squeezed. Could have just asked nicely. Right. I looked down at my arm and it was totally covered in blood, Miss Jones said. Wendell Jones, her husband, eventually noticed his wife was screaming, <laughs> running in a zigzag pattern and flailing her arms. <laughs> she was serpentining. 
promptly helped her into their truck and drove to the hospital. On the way there, he recalled Ms. Jones was silent. Yeah, she's probably planning her new life without you, right. Wendell. <laughs> By the time I got to her, she was pretty hysterical. Mr. Jones, 66, said in an interview, it took me probably three minutes to actually understand what had happened. I don't think Wendell I mean, said. do you need to know? Just your wife's bleeding. Maybe get her in the car. Yeah. He still flies around out there, Mr. Jones said. He must live right there. At the hospital, Peggy was bandaged and given antibiotics. She discovered that her glasses had chipped and her lenses had a liquid substance that she thought could have been venom from the snake. Doctors said her wounds were not caused by a snake bite, but the hawk's talons. Still, after Peggy was released from the hospital that evening, she stayed up all night to make sure that her arm didn't swell or blacken symptoms of snake venom. Jesus Christ. I think she was also researching divorce attorneys on the yes. internet. Yes. <laughs> That's why she was up. Right. Peggy, oh, I'm just checking my arm. Yeah, I, was just, mm. I don't want to die from a snake bite. Still checking the arm. Peggy said that she has had recurring nightmares about the attack and at times will scream and yell out for help in her sleep. Oh, my God. It's Wendell terrifying. sleeps right through them. <laughs> Wendell. Wendell. Her nightmares vary. Some are just like the attack, while others are stranger. Sometimes I'm in a room, and there's snakes on the wall, and snakes on the ceiling, and snakes all over the floor, she said. Wendell said the nightmares were likely the result of the snake and hawk encounter, combined with an earlier misfortune. Oh, no. Two, what, what's the earlier misfortune? Two years ago, his wife was bitten by a venomous snake no. while working on another property in Silsby. She's snake wary now, he said. <laughs> no. uh, not enough. I'm pretty sure she'll be frightened of anything that looks or moves like a snake. <sighs> At least that's what I'm telling myself. <laughs> I'm so alone. Holy God. Um, so, she, so he thinks, let me just get this straight. Yeah. He thinks that her nightmares about snakes have something to do with the snake situation. <laughs> he thinks. He's, okay. he's not positive. All right. You know, though, Danielle. Yeah. She still believes she's fortunate. Oh. Despite what many of her newfound supporters tell her. <laughs> <laughs> These don't sound like very good supporters. <laughs> They're supporters. Your life sucks. I consider myself to be the luckiest person alive, she says. I was attacked by a snake and a hawk, and I lived to tell about it. Oh. So good for her. Really? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Do we have time to share some tips if you find yourself in this situation? Um, we, uh, no. All right. So <laughs> if this happens to you, I guess you're going to die. And um, sorry, we can't help you. Sorry. Sorry. Um, that's crazy. That poor woman twice. Yeah. But like if it happened 2 years before, why was her husband so confused about what happened? Like he should have just, oh, it's the snake again. Like shouldn't that have been a I don't know. I think Wendell's confused a lot of the times. Yeah, I think so too. Should we take a break? Well, no, we're not taking a break yet. We're not. No. First we're going to do I'm confused. Sorry. No, we're not Uh Oh, yeah, you're right. We are taking a break. <laughs> um my apologies. Okay. Uh, I guess it's time to go pee. We'll be right, we'll be back right after this.
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And we're back! Hey, welcome back! Do you guys like prizes? Yeah. Yay! Do you want a chance to win a prize? Okay. All right, we're gonna do a little trivia. Trivia time in the city. Okay, the trivia is based on the stories we just told. So we'll know if you were paying attention. Okay. Where did I get my story from? Raise your hand. Yes. 700 Club. The 700 Club, you're absolutely right. Okay. You get a How to Survive t-shirt. Okay. Uh, why don't you do one? What is the name of the husband in the story I just told? Yes. Wendell. Here you go. I have a t-shirt. Oh! Okay. All right, I think Wait, this woman... Wait, you want woman... a sticker instead? I have a t-shirt. I'll get another t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> it's a small. I'll take a sticker. Okay. <laughs> it looks great. Okay, let's see. We're going to get you a drink your coffee sticker. Woo! All right. Um, what did Eric say, in my story, what did Eric say was forever in his blood? Hockey. Hockey is right. What is the state that I made fun of in the intro? Wait, raise your hand. The state I made fun of in the intro. Somebody said it. Oh, someone over here. Florida? Yes. get a magnet. Okay. Oh! I'm jealous. I wish I had it. It's a save the squirrel magnet! That's a good one. Okay. When Eric hit the fog, it was like he opened the door to what? <laughs> yes! All right. What? All right, this is from the beginning, too. Who did Danielle accidentally dress like? Oh. <laughs> right here. Rita That's Woo! right! Someone got my reference! Okay. All right, ready? Yep. <laughs> nice. Okay. Nice throw. All right, woo! We did it. We did trivia. We may have time for some more 
prizes later, but we're not sure yet. Okay. All right. Oh, we are so on time. This is excellent. First of all, let me do some cleaning. Hold on. <laughs> Please organize the area. I'm very uncomfortable. Safety first. We are extremely fortunate to have a guest with us tonight. Um, yes, you know him from his podcast, Bonanas for Bonanza. You know him from his show Review, which you've been watching on. So where did, funny. Where are you watching? You can it? watch it on Amazon Prime. Amazon uh, Prime. Not. Not Peacock. It's Paramount. There's so many now. Oh, it's so good. And plus, you've seen him on just like every, every show, show you've ever watched. A big round of applause for Andy Daly. We <laughs> walked him out. Was it turned out to be a pull rather than a push? Oh, how that's, awkward! That stumped you, did it? It really did. Oh, okay. I was only prepared to try the one. Uh, <laughs> I'm overdue for a haircut. I like it. I've never well, seen I'm you. Well, I'm making it work. You, you have a good head of hair, Andy. Thank you. Yeah. My wife. Uh, last week, I said to my wife, "I have nothing to do this afternoon," and she said, "You could get a haircut." <laughs> and I said, "You just pushed it back a month." <laughs> Oh. I don't make the rules. That's how it is. No Never. tension there. Yeah. Right. Never tell your spouse you have nothing to do. Oh, yeah, I know. That was a tactical error. Yes. Yeah. I said, I told my husband today, I've got a lot to do. And then I watched an hour and a half of the Project Runway finale <laughs> to prepare for the show. Um, that was only part of the finale? You said you watched an hour and a half of it. Oh, no. I just There's meant, you're right. I'm, now I'm speaking like Eric. No. Um, <laughs> No, it was the whole finale. Actually, every episode is an hour and a half, if you can believe it. No, I don't believe it. I know. So, um, I always tell Andy this, but I, I will tell the audience just that my son and I are obsessed with Bonanas for Bonanza, wow. and we listen to it even on the way to school today, right? And we always laugh really, really hard. And I want you to tell, okay, for those of you who don't know, he, in character, uh, they, they recap every single episode of Bonanza. And how many are there? There's only 431. That's it. That's it. So I don't know what we're going to do when we're done. And what episode are you up to? Oh, <laughs> 48. <laughs> and I want you to tell the audience what the establishing shot of Virginia City, what happens every time there's an establishing shot of Virginia City. Yes, they absolutely always use the same establishing shot of Virginia City every time they go there. And the only distinguishing thing you can make out from it is that in the foreground, on the left-hand side of the corner of the screen, there's a Native American man fighting with a cowboy over a jug of alcohol. Right. Okay. <laughs> uh, I yep. love it. Every, every single episode. And you said that they're like in a time loop, I right? think they could be in a time because loop. Because it just happens every single It's just constantly happening. Yes. Uh, so, Andy, thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Uh, you have a story. that We actually don't really even know what the story is, but it's something you survived. I'm not sure what it is. Yo, okay, well, we'll but find out together. I made it through. Okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's terrifying. No, this story is terrifying. I'm not even going to tell you what it is that I survived until we get to it, because it is that uh, I want mounting terror. Ooh. That's my goal. Good. That's what okay. we want. All right, good. So here's, here's the story. Here's how I begin it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> 
about 10 years ago, I've never really been a touring comedian. I don't, I don't really go on tour, but a, an agent said to me, oh, you should go. I could book you on a tour. You'll have fun. You'll make money. You'll meet fans. So I just did like a few. I did like New York and Boston and Chicago and, a, and then the Pacific Northwest. And it was fun. And I met fans. Yeah. But when I came home, I did the math. And I said, I didn't really make money. <laughs> <laughs> and, the, and I was... Uh, that bothered me. But, and then she came back to me a year later, and she said, let's do it again. And I said, all right, yes, but this time I am going to get smart. I'm going to uh-huh. fly at extremely uncomfortable hours of the day to fly. So the plane tickets are cheap. Right. And I'm going to stay in shitholes. Oh. I, I love See, this. that's Play. way more fun. Money. This is great. Now, yeah. do you do stand-up, or were you doing characters? Oh, I had put together, like, an evening of characters. Okay. Yeah. All right. Right. So I planned just a short tour, and the first stop was San Francisco, and I found a hotel online that had, like, stellar uh, Yelp reviews, Mm -hmm. but the reviews all said, like, this place is no frills. (laughs) (laughs) They were like, but then somebody said, the one that really stuck with me was like, after staying in this hotel, I realized that most hotel rooms have all kinds of amenities that I didn't realize I don't even want. Like, (laughs) like, this hotel room is bare bones in the best way. Who needs time? Yeah, they cut out all the extras at this place, and you'll love it. So I was like, okay, I'm going to try it. And it was, like, so cheap. It was maybe, like, $40 a night or something, which is crazy. And so I stayed, and it was, as soon as I walked in, I was horrified. It was... Just a little thing, like it was not clean, uh-huh. and the, yeah, it was little things like the towels were. There were towels, but they weren't from the same place. <laughs> <laughs> they were, it was just like a mismatch of towels, and the, and there were hangers that were like mismatched plastic hangers, just from somebody's house, and like the <laughs> the green this the flappers green room has nicer furniture. Just oh, to give you an idea okay. of how bad gotcha. we're talking, it was like an old. You know how there were like those 90s IKEA couches that you can't quite sit on? Yeah. You know what? They don't want you in it. It right. slides. Yeah. It was that kind of a thing. Right. Like in a cartoon where you become, it's so hot you become butter. Yeah. And you slide off the couch like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Uh, so I was, I was unhappy and I was uncomfortable, <laughs> but I slept through the night. Uh, and the next day, I was going to my show in Portland, and I was like, oh, God, my back. What is on my back? And I scratched my back, and it hurt so bad to scratch oh, where I scratched. Oh. And then I went back to the room, and I looked in a mirror, and there were, like, all these little red bumps. Oh, no. Like, Fucking oh. bed bugs. Like, oh. nightmare of nightmares. And around right. that, this is like 10 years ago. I don't know if you remember, but that, around that time, there were all these stories, like, the resurgence of bed bugs. Yeah. They're back. I remember that yeah it was yeah. like a they were very in style yeah they were very yeah. in style yes and I even for a while I was like you're, you're supposed to like um, lift up the sheet the fitted sheet in a hotel room and look along the seams mm-hmm. of the mattress to find so I would do that when I stayed in a hotel but I had stopped and I didn't do it at the oh, cheapest dirtiest place I ever stayed you were off your game I was off my game so I, of course I'm just googling what to do about bed bugs and I went and got all these Ziploc bags, and I put everything in a Ziploc bag, and I got all this alcohol, and I walked because you're going to bring them home with you, and then you're going to have to burn down your but house. We're, right. Yeah. That's, that's the only treatment. That's reason you need matches, by the way. You can always keep matches in the house in case you bring home bed right. bugs. Because they'll come home in, like, the, you know, the seams of your jeans. <gasps> yeah. So, wait, did you have more nights in this hotel? I only stayed one night in that okay, hotel. Okay, okay. Uh, but then I, I stayed in 
Portland and Seattle and then home. So, and I had to wear my costumes again. And I'm just like, what? So, so basically, I threw out everything. I threw out favorite shirts. I threw out everything. And uh, I, when I finally got home, I was just like, everything goes. I put some things that seemed indispensable to me in the dryer for so long that they became unwearable. <laughs> Uh, just like doll clothes. Yeah. <laughs> get them out. Yeah. And I got rid of that suitcase. And then, but it still hurt. These bumps were hurting mm-hmm. so bad. And I just decided I'm I'm gonna fucking get on Yelp, which started all the problems, right, and let yeah. everybody know that you will be attacked by bed bugs at this hotel. And I wrote right. the most scathing, mm-hmm. angry, disgusted Yelp review. <laughs> And then three days later, I'm still walking around the house. It hurts too much to put on a shirt. <laughs> I'm just walking around shirt. And my wife, the same one who says I should get a haircut, says, you should go to a doctor. Right. And I was like, for bug bites, that doesn't make any sense. But okay, I went to urgent care. Okay. And the guy takes one look and he goes, oh, you have shingles. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I did, but you know what? I had really struggled with what to do about the Yelp review because I went back. It was terrible. It was a terrible hotel. So I did go back and I I did like the edit. Okay, (laughs) it it was shingles and not bed bugs, but still. still, I got it from their bed. I wasn't wrong. I wasn't wrong. It is a live virus. Can you get it from a... I don't know how you get shingles. Well, I'll tell you. It's it's actually arguably more disgusting than bed bugs. It's It's a virus that... Like if you get chicken pox, right. that's like technically a herpes, and it hangs out in your, in your spine, like in your nervous system for decades, and then it reemerges <laughs> as shingles during a time of stress or lowered immunities, like when you're right. going on a comedy tour all by yourself and you're really concerned about every nickel. <laughs> it hangs out in your spine? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. horrible. It's in your spine right now. <laughs> Now, did you, so, right, so I, I used to think it was, right, if you had chickenpox, you wouldn't get, but it's, if you had chickenpox, you were more likely to get Because you can shingles. still get it either way. I, oh, you can still get it either you way. Can, you I can see. get shingles yeah. if you didn't get chickenpox? Yeah, because I have to still get, I've never had chickenpox, but I still have to get the vaccine for shingles. Oh. Okay. See? Right. Through a loop. How did you not have chickenpox? That's amazing. Lucky. I guess. I don't know. You didn't, they didn't make you go to a kissing party or something? I did go to those, but oh, not okay, for yeah. chicken pox, just for fun. Were <laughs> no, okay, right. I just went voluntarily. So, did you have did you have chicken pox as a kid? I did have chicken pox as a kid. I got it in the second grade. Uh-huh. I had it around Christmas time, and I was I was covered in chicken pox, but I was not considered to be contagious. So I went to school. <laughs> I went to school the last day before Christmas break, and they were all in there making this beautiful card for me, and they oh. were visibly disappointed that I had shown up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like we were going to deliver this to your house, but okay, oh, come on so in. Sweet. Yeah. Wait, how are you not? Because con- it had been so long that you were no longer contagious. I. My mom just said, "Yeah, go to." school. <laughs> okay. I think I understand where your aversion to going to the doctor comes from. Your mom's like, yeah, you're fine. Go to school. Yeah, just go. I think you yeah. had, I think you were very contagious. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well. So, <laughs> I don't, I don't know your age, but have you had the vaccine? For what? For shingles? For shingles. No. Okay. I don't think, can I get it again? Yes. I yeah. can? Well, it's a living virus in your spine, I heard. Oh. <laughs> I think but you can't get chicken pox more than once, can you? I think it's you possible, can, you can? yeah. It's rare, Gee, but whiz. possible. 
All right. Yeah, I guess I'll should. get that vaccine. All right. Well, I got it a you couple did? weeks ago. Okay. And it is awful. What? Why? Well, because you it's like you're stranded on a mountain. You've lost it. You're shivering. You've, you're a snow. You don't have any more meth. You don't have any more meth. <laughs> and your feet are blocks of ice. Yeah. No, it's just, it's just, you feel like you have the severe flu. Like, oh, oh, I mean, really? I don't know if everyone gets that. They say yeah. the second one's worse because uh. you have to get two, oh. but it knocked me. Woof. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Well, before I get a vaccine, I check with my buddy, uh, RFK Jr. I just asked yeah. him. <laughs> I just text him, and he sometimes he says yes. Sometimes he says, you know, all Cert, things considered. Certain ones are okay. <laughs> who did? Who was in that picture with him? Uh, where they were like, can you believe? Woody Thank you. He, Woody Harrelson was in a picture with him, and people on Twitter were like, oh my god, not Woody. I'm like. It's I look at that picture and go, not RFK Jr. Right. <laughs> it's, like it's shocking to you that Woody Harrelson isn't a fan of vaccines? Larry David considers RFK Jr. a friend. Does he? Yeah. Well, that's because Yeah, the Cheryl Hunt. Cheryl, connection. yeah, mm-hmm. right. Well, you know. Uh, he introduced them? Is that what you said? That's what she said on her podcast. Like Shh. Larry David introduced. Oh. Oh. Can I get on her podcast? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Right. They're not doing it at this moment. Uh, That lady knows everything, and she's got two shirts. Or a shirt and a sticker, a shirt and a magnet or something. Um, That is so funny. So so was it a I've heard of people having shingles, and it's terrible. Did it really, really hurt? Uh, Yeah, but I guess I had a very mild case. I literally had three bed bug bites. That's so weird, just on your back. Yeah, in a line. It, which is, it's, it's, it's how bed bugs feed, like in a line, and it's how shingles show up. So is there a medicine for, sh- like once you get the shingles, is there a medicine that Yeah, helps? but this guy didn't feel like giving it to me. He was kind of like... He, he like, didn't feel yeah. like it? Yeah. He and said, when did, you, when did you first see symptoms? I told him, and he said, yeah. Mm. He's like, it'll be over soon. He, he didn't put you in an oatmeal bath? He didn't. No, not at all. He, he didn't even suggest have. it. You know why? Because you don't have a PPO. Uh, what? <laughs> if you have a PPO, it really sounds like sounds like HMO care. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. If you have a really yeah. good PPO, they put you in an all in in a oatmeal bath. Yep. That sounds right. like a lot of oatmeal. It's a, they get it from Canada. Oh, oh, yeah. It's yeah. worth it. Yeah, yeah. It's totally worth it. Medicare these days now they say thanks to the new law they can negotiate the price of oatmeal. Oh. Great. Can. Yes. Well, that's something to look forward to for all of us. Yeah. Oh, can't wait to get older. Yeah, because I don't know if the vaccine took. I mean, I could still get. I might need the oatmeal bath just for the second dose of the yeah, vaccine. Yeah, you still have that second shot. It was horrible. I'm getting mine tomorrow. Oh, you are? Yeah. Oh, you're gonna celebrate the the victory of this uh, podcast. Mm-hmm. Get, I'm okay. getting the flu and yeah, I got shingles. Too. So I'm gonna have really? a fun weekend. Yeah, I did the same thing. I feel like this is the first time hearing of a shingles vaccine. You guys it's, are all over it. Yep. I don't know. I got. I'm getting texts from Rite Aid left and right. Yeah. Once oh. you turn, once you turn 50, you're supposed to get the. Okay. It's, yeah. Are I you am. 50? Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Once you turn 50, you're supposed. We to can get cut the this out. No. No. Yeah. No. Leave it in there. People think I'm 60. <laughs> It's because of your hair. It's my hair. You need that haircut. Don't go to supercuts. That's what I always say to my husband. Please don't go to supercuts again. Why? What happened there? They can do men's hair. No? No. No. Mm-hmm. No. He looks like he just got out of rehab. Oh. I'm like, come on, go get a nice haircut. You're telling me you can't get a good haircut at rehab? <laughs> 
think they can cut women's hair in rehab. Uh, I'm sure. I don't think oh, they can cut yeah, men's yeah. hair in rehab. You should ask that woman who dated the no feet guy if you can get a good haircut in rehab. I'm assuming he went to rehab. I'll text her. Or maybe just the mountain cured him. Maybe he just mm-hmm. like saw the light. I think he did it and just he just Christ Jesus saved him, him. Yeah. but I also stand by my earlier statement that he did that meth. Yeah, I think so too. He for sure did it, right? Yes. Because he was making dumb decisions. And the way he was talking. Yeah. He lost his feet, did you say? Yes. Yeah. Both of them. Yeah, that's kind of a rock bottom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know, that might be a time to say, time to take a fearless inventory. So you think he went to, he went to like Narcotics Anonymous and they're all telling their rock bottoms and he's like, hold my non-alcoholic beer. If you'll cast your eye southward, you'll see I have no feet. (laughs) Exactly. And then they just all applaud. Yeah. Yeah. I hear you lost your wife, your job, your family. I lost my feet. (laughs) (laughs) Andy, I wanted to ask you where we'll see you next, but I guess we're not allowed to do that. So, um, right? Because of... On the picket line? Picket, yeah. Are we going to see you on the the picket line? I have been on the picket line. It's fantastic. Well, everybody knows you got to do Disney. That's the one. Is that the one? Oh, it's a loop. Is that the hottest one, though? Hottest in terms of uh, most Coolness. exciting and fashionable. Yeah, I think oh. so. It's shady, wide sidewalks. Oh, you can do a loop. Okay. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. All right. And they hand out passes, right, to Disney, so you can go for free with your family. Oh yeah. <laughs> and you know, in the old days, it used to be if you were going to pick at the Disney lot, there was a chance that Walt Disney might hit you with his car. Oh. That's true. <laughs> Is that true? That did happen once. Really? Yeah, when they were. <laughs> He did, Walt Disney hit one of the strikers with his car. Oh, well, but, but you know, did in his our, defense, yeah. he would get pretty drunk at the office. Oh, I didn't know that part. Oh, yes. I knew he was a racist and an anti-Semite. Anti-Semite. And, yeah, yeah. And, and, and an innovator. Yes. Um, but I, I didn't know he was also an alcoholic. Oh, he'd get real drunk at the office, and then he would call in the Sherman brothers and ask them to play Feed the Birds. Which is the worst fucking song. I hate that song. I know people love it. I know, I know. Try listening. Have someone play it for you live when you're drunk. Okay. Day drunk, specifically. Okay. You know what? Challenge accepted. Yes. He would say, play it. Play it. Feed the birds. It's kind of beautiful. Right? You don't feed the birds, Tuppence. Tuppence to feed the birds. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Tuppence a bag. You're you're feeding them the bag. Yeah. The bag is the old lady, right? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Has anyone tried to run you over? Um, no, not on purpose. I've tried to get run over many times. You have. Mm-hmm. Makes a better story. Then you get in the trades. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there was someone that did happen in uh, Atlanta or something. They had a studio um, where, yeah, the like the head of the some dude who worked at the studio was like a big exec. Tr- literally tried to like run over a couple of uh, strikers. Mm. Yeah. And then they outed him, and I don't know what happened to him. I'm hoping he lost his job. Or maybe he just got promoted. Yeah. (laughs) Probably that. He probably got a driver. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. And maybe he had to go to, like, sensitivity training. Yeah. Maybe you shouldn't run over people Mm -hmm. striking for wages. Mm -hmm. You can get a great haircut at the sensitivity training. (laughs) Do you? Yes. 
Maybe you should go. Maybe you should do something wildly inappropriate. Be sent to sensitivity training and then get a haircut. It sounds like a perfect plan. I think so. Yeah. I think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I um, forgot to strike this week. I just forgot. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. Uh, that's most weeks for me. Right. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> most But I, I have been. Yes, I have been too. And But I had, as we discussed, Project Runway to watch today. So I couldn't. Mm. I couldn't that's another way that. to support. Right? Oh, yeah. you mean to watch a reality show? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I'm. It's not maybe the best idea, but um, so let's see. Uh, we still have some time. Uh, maybe Andy, would you like to stay for us we're, with us? We're going to do a little silly thing, which yeah. is to ask anyone in the audience if they have a fun. What did we learn today that they would like to share with us for a prize? Does that sound like a good idea? Does anyone want to do that? Oh, is it what did we learn today in this podcast? Yes, what did we learn today in this podcast? It can be funny, it can be factual, it can be, you can make something up about Garen, just completely a wild, (laughs) random, like, story. I should tell you my name is actually Eric LaMarche. Oh! You have no feet and you dated a woman? Wild. <laughs> it's so weird. That's the weirdest part of the story. Yeah. Chris, your friend is really nice. Yeah. Does meth make you date women? You know, meth makes you do a lot of things. Yeah. <laughs> I would be surprised if that entire story is not bullshit and that it was just a meth dream. And he oh. strung out a meth, cut off his own feet. It does it. I'm going to text bad, my guys. friends and I'm going to get updates yeah, for everyone. Yeah, please do. Mm. Please do. All right, does anyone have a good, um, or should we just maybe just like throw out things and people have to catch them? No, I don't like that idea. Um, we have a bag anyone, of rocks. Or does anyone have any questions for us? Hmm. What did that, we that learn have been today? burning in your mind since you've been listening to our show? Yes. I learned that I should carry matches at all times. She learned that she should. Right. Absolutely. Very good. Did I already give you a prize? No. You're getting a prize. Ooh. <laughs> I'm sorry. What, um, what is your name? Michelle. Michelle, how did you find us? Um, Chris. Oh, you're a friend of Chris's? Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> a ringer. <laughs> <laughs> yep. This is a bringer show. Michelle, a, a ringer show. <laughs> Michelle, would you rather have a magnet or a sticker? Uh, let's do a magnet. Let's do it. Ready? Okay. Thank you. There you go. Yay. Woo! That's our design from Nathan Diffie, right? Yes. That's the, uh, we call that everything but the kitchen sink? Yes, the very talented Nathan Diffie. Okay. Does anyone else have a question or an observation? Yes. When did you guys start the podcast? Because in my memory, it was like around a year ago, but you've done... 100 episodes, right. It was actually two Two years years ago, ago, believe it or not. Yeah. And are you, have you listened to every single episode? And do you have them memorized? (laughs) (laughs) Too much math. Too much math. Yeah, that'll do it. But you have your feet. Yes. Well, that's something. Okay, would you rather have, now listen, depending on your answer, the next person may not have a choice. Would you like a magnet or a sticker? A magnet. You got it. You're mm. going to get the Remain Calm magnet. Ready? Hot ticket That's items. two magnets in a row, huh? Yeah. Yes. What would you like to say? I want to teach you guys something. Oh. Yes. Oh. Please. So, last 
week um, on your show, you said the name of my husband, but you said it incorrectly, and he's sitting here. Oh, yeah. what did we say? H. Lujan, the second, the fancy. Oh, okay. <gasps> and we said the third? No. We, we pronounced the J. Lujan. And how do, you, how do you say it? Lujan. 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 Okay. Thank you. I'm very excited. I was like, oh my God. Did well, I just say my name? That's so sweet. Thank you for well, being. And what is your name? I'm Michael. Hi, Michael. So boring. <gasps> you oh did? Oh my God. Thank you. Austin? Are you oh serious? Thank you so much. Oh my God. I'm so we're so very flattered. touched. That's wonderful. Thank you so How much. How did you say my name? I was like, I gotta go to now. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's required. We should say some yeah. like really famous people. We gotta names. say names. <laughs> we gotta just make it a podcast where we say names. Yeah. You're gonna get RFK Jr. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm not sure I'll I want them. <laughs> I got questions. Okay. But Fair you enough. Could book he, him under any circumstances. I think. Pedro yeah. Pascal. Yeah. Okay. I he's said a, it. He's also survived a lot of things. Yeah, that's true. Just saying. Um. Okay. So well, then I have to give you something too. And I gave your. No, no, no. We got. We got oh, she's. He's. Oh, yeah. You're mm. fine. You're. 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 Okay. <laughs> They're merged out. And how did you find us? Uh, Never Not Funny. From Never Not Funny. I've heard of that show. That's a good Yeah, one. that's a good show. Um, that's really good. It's pretty yeah. funny. I like it. Um, yeah, applause. They need applause. They need applause. Yeah. Yes. I just want to tie the two stories together. I just take scare of snake. I dream about that. Oh. But now I'm afraid uh, I will, my son will lose his leg. Okay, so she said she used to be afraid of snakes, but now she's afraid that her son will lose his leg. It was feet, madam, because um, <laughs> because he likes hockey and snowboarding. He plays hockey. He and plays he's hockey. Snowboarding. Ice hockey. Oh boy! Is, but again, the crucial ingredient was the meth. Yeah, I think <laughs> so. <laughs> Does he also like math? Yes, absolutely. Oh, okay. Well then. Yeah, you got the trifecta there. I would, I would be concerned. Well, if our show does anything, it should be making people afraid. Yeah, that was our goal, right? That was our goal. Make people afraid. Yeah. Speaking of that, well, first of all, would you like a magnet or a sticker? What? It doesn't matter. She's just okay. yeah. Magnet is just a sticker that, you, and you have fewer p options of where to put it. That's so philosophical. Thank Andy. you. <laughs> I have a question for you, Chris. Yes. Since we've started the show, we started the show with the premise that you are sort of scared of everything. Correct. Have you become more or less scared since we've done the show? Less. Oh, good. Yeah. For me, I think it's research relaxes me because I realize like when I do research on one of the topics that the odds of one of these things happening are so rare. Right. Like we did the episode on plane, you know, because I used to have this fear of flying. Yes. We did an episode on flying and I was like, oh, it's so unlikely right. that it's going to happen right. that I don't have to worry about it. So when you get on a plane now, do you still count the seats? Yes. Oh, okay. I still right. count the seats to the exit. Well, do you want I'm still a weirdly prepared person. No, I think that's great. But it's, I, I don't think it's a... I'd like to think it's not a um, unhealthy thing, but other people might see it as a, uh, a, I don't a think problem. it like, rules your life and makes you not do things. Clearly, you do so many fun things. So I think you're fine. Well, you know, the amount of times my kids are in the urgent care, other people might see it <laughs> yeah. as uh, risk-taking behaviors. Yeah. But, um, you know, that's for the Child Protective Services to decide. Right. <laughs> 
Have your kids ever gone to the ER? The ER? Yeah. Oh, like all the time. Really? Yeah. For what? We go for the smallest reason. <laughs> <laughs> no, we've gone to the ER. Uh, oh, I'll, uh, this is a great ER story. Our daughter, it happened to be Halloween, and she was um, uh, vomiting to the point where she couldn't keep water down, so Aww. we were getting worried that she was going to get dehydrated. So we brought her to the ER, and they were going to, they wanted to give her an IV, mm-hmm. and in order to give her an IV, because it was Halloween, everybody was in costume, uh, <laughs> a hamburger held her down, <laughs> and a bottle of ketchup was put in the IV in her hand. That's amazing. And she was like five, and Aww. she'll have that for the rest of her life. Yeah. That's so cute. Yeah. They shouldn't get in costume. <laughs> Because it was also like, uh, <laughs> there was, uh, you know, there was an Alice in Wonderland walking around. Yeah. But she was like really busy with ER stuff. <laughs> and my daughter was like, Alice. She's like, <laughs> she's all surly. <laughs> yeah. And she could have been covered in blood. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's terrible. They did, it, did it turn out to be shingles? <laughs> <laughs> it's always shingles. <laughs> Every time. Why was she throwing it? Was she, because of the candy or something? No, else? she just had like a stomach virus and Aww. it was particularly bad. Poor thing. I know. She's fine now. Yeah. It was a long time ago. Yeah. Uh, someone told me once that sometimes in like a tornado type conditions, it, it can happen that a person can be uh, sucked out of their home. You'll just be in your home one minute, and mm-hmm. then the next minute you've been sucked out of your home by some kind of pressure condition. And then that person went on to tell me that the odds of that happening to someone are higher than the odds of you winning the lottery. So just keep that in mind the next time Holy you're tempted to win the lottery. Yes. Yeah. You are more likely to just be spontaneously sucked out of your home by air pressure conditions than you are to win the lottery. So hold on to your cash. Yeah, I would say. Yeah. Okay. I kind of feel like I want to test it out. Which one? <laughs> just sucking out of the home. So I are you going mo- to move to you want to move to Kansas or how are you going to how do you For test month? this? I don't know. Couple weeks. Okay. Yeah, sure. During windy season. That's what they call it, right? Yep. It's windy. Windy, windy season. season. Yeah. I, it might always be windy season now in Kansas. So you could just yeah. yeah rent an Airbnb and hunker down for windy season. Yeah. Really flimsy Airbnb. Yeah. See if it Get works. some board games. Take your family. Oh, I don't want to endanger them. I was just going to go by myself. It sounds fun. Like a little mom time. <laughs> yeah. Get sucked out of the place. Okay. I mean, I think it'll make a good episode, so I'm all for so. it. Does anyone else have any questions or maybe even like something you survived that you want to sh- Yes. I have a question. Sure. Uh, do you have any fears that you used to have that kind of used to like, cripple you, but now you've gotten over them for whatever reason or another? Um, well, huh. Yeah, the cats. I guess that, I mean, crippling is a little dramatic, but. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, uh, listeners probably know that I'm not fond of cats, especially when there's more than one cat, I get grossed out. Because I start thinking of them as rodents. Rats. Right, rats. More than two cats is rats. Yeah. (laughs) That's Danielle's catchphrase. Right, more than two cats is rats. But now we have four cats living outside. They are uh, of varying dispositions. One is a real cunt. Um, she, are they your cats? Or is that the one you named outside? after one of my kids, right? Yes. Yes. But I didn't know she was that horrible no. when I you, named you her. You never know, even when they're yours. Right. 
She's just really mean, and she tried to scratch me. Yeah, they live outside. They're not ours. We feed them. Oh. But they, like, they've developed, like, a relationship with us, and the relationship is that we feed them. Yeah. That's basically the whole thing. But, um... She and I are both unemployed, so we just stare at each other through the window all day. Oh my God, that sounds so nice yeah, and comforting. She just lay, lays there and looks at me, and I just lay there and look at her. And then the other ones are sweet. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they get bullied. So yeah, and what about, well, you said the airplane is not as God, bad. We don't really have time. Um, <laughs> so many. Uh, you know, I think, you know, as a child, I had a very traumatic, deep fear of being kidnapped. All the time. I thought every right. day walking home from school, I thought I was going to get kidnapped. Wow. So that was, um, I didn't. Well, your brother sort of kidnapped you. Yeah. Um, but I always thought I was going to get kidnapped. And through adulthood, I was pretty afraid of uh, like driving over bridges and being stuck under bridges. I always thought an earthquake was going to happen while I was on the bridge or under the bridge. And I've told you this before, when I'd get a massage, I always thought the massage therapist was going to decide today's the day I want to murder someone <laughs> while they would have like my head in their hands. You know when they do that thing where they have your neck and then I would be like, they're going to snap my neck. Right. Today's the day. So probably just fear all the time through my life and everything I do. But I have a really good um, anti-anxiety medication that I take oh, now. And oh, does, does Garen, Dr. Garen provide it for you? Oh, no. That's an additional uh, weed gummy that I also sometimes take at night. Um, Dr. Garen. <laughs> Dr. Feelgood, you mean? Um, that I think I just don't really worry about that kind of stuff anymore. I don't know if it just was getting older or having right. kids that it was like... I mean, I guess if this massage therapist is going to do it, it's going to happen. Well, that's what I was going to ask. Like, you can't avoid the bridges. You can't avoid, you know, walking home from school. But you didn't have to keep going back to a massage <laughs> therapist. So, like, if you think he's going to snap your neck, why do you keep going back? The weird thing is the thoughts didn't go away. I just don't panic about them anymore. Like, I'm just like, yeah, I guess he might kill me. I don't know why I said he. I never go to a male massage therapist after that one experience. But, like, <laughs> I'll just be like... Yeah, I mean, today might be her day, but I really want a massage. So I just still have the same intrusive, right. anxious thoughts. And on the bridge, right. I'll be like, yeah, maybe a massive earthquake's going to happen, and I'm going to crumble to my death. But right. i got to drive over this bridge. Yeah. So I just and still live my life the same way, but with the right. thoughts. And something crazy did happen to you when you were under a bridge, right? When you were with your brother and... They were throwing stuff. Oh my God! Yeah, the you know how these snow plows will go over a bridge and they'll plow the snow, right. and we were going under it, and the snow came over the side of the bridge, but it was all ice. Mm. Yeah, and it fell on the the hood of his truck, and all the ice, all, all the ice, all the glass from his windshield flew into the truck at us. And my daughter, who was like three at the time, was in a car seat sleeping in the back, and it like went all over her, all over us. And we and it was snowing. We couldn't see anything, oh, so he had to pull so over. Scary. And uh, the nice thing, though, about this kind of glass is that it's it doesn't cut you because oh. they've made windshields now, so that when they break, they don't oh, okay. they don't cut you. But it was terrifying. It's, it sounds terrifying. So uh, mm. Andy, that must happen you, to trolls all the time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> trolls have it the worst. Yeah, they're just minding their own business, and then. I was going to say, does it snow in a shire? But I don't know that trolls are, really belong in a shire. I'm, I'm mixing up my short uh, they, they would creatures. They would instantly kill a troll if he wandered into the shire. Oh, you're right. You're right. right. They yeah. would, I think, or try to. Do you have any... Um, troll stories? 
<laughs> Any crazy fears? You know, I I recently realized the origin of a fear. I when I this is also about hotels. When I stay in a hotel or something, I am terrified of uh, discovering at an hour, certain hour that I have no food and I'm hungry and I can't get food. Okay. <laughs> like it is a real fear. Really? And so when I check into a hotel, I'm like immediately like, where's like the 7-Eleven? And I stock up on it, just all kinds of stuff in the room. And I hoard food. And I, I, <laughs> somebody was like, well, has that ever happened to you? Right. Like you, and I was right. like, oh, yeah. In college, I was in a play that required me to get to campus a few days before the spring semester started. So my dad dropped me off, and I was alone in this entire dorm building. And and the dining hall wasn't open. And just the one night that I was there alone, I had no food. So there's an origin to your fear. It really was like a horrible night. I was like, I'm hungry and tired and alone. No, that's terrifying. (laughs) It was bad. And in fact, I think I remembered like that I had cans, but not a can opener. Like it was that kind of thing. Did you try like, throwing it at the wall and stuff? <laughs> I was not smart enough to solve. I don't know how I would solve it today, actually. Cans without a can opener? Forget it. There's got to be knife. a better way. A knife? A knife. She's got all the answers. I, knife. That okay, would be could you pass the this ER. to the person behind you? Ready? <gasps> oh, oh. I did it. you already did it. All right. You made it happen, Danielle. <laughs> um, okay, I got two more. Stick. Oh, someone wants one. You want one? She's yes. getting that sticker. Can you give that to the person behind you? Thank you, Michelle's friend. Okay. Um, I got one more. Anybody want a sticker? You can take home a sticker. Oh okay. Which one is it? Sticker. Uh, it's Ooh, a it's Remain our... Calm sticker. Original. All right, we'll just the, put it on Garen's laptop. The OG logo. <laughs> yeah. You guys, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for coming. You guys are a great audience. The best. A big round of applause for Elliot Hochberg, who helped us with all of the video and the audio. And for Garen. And for Garen the Garden Squirrel. The best producer in the whole wide world. And of course, Andy Daly. Come on. Thank you, Andy. So much, Andy. Thank you. And uh, until next time, remain remain calm. Marvelous. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. (laughs) AutoTrader.